The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Oh, hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Brand, uh, Brandy just jumped up in my lap, and I got to get her off my cord so I don't lose my microphone. She moves everything. She hits cameras. I mean, she's such a bad girl. Brandy, we love you. She wants to be in show business so bad. But I told her that porno is okay. not the way. Mm. All right. She wants to be in doggy porno. All right, everybody, what's up? Hello, hello. We're going to have a fun show for you today. Before we get started, let's say hi to our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, everybody. Good day. The weather's gorgeous here in the Northeast. Hot, humid summer weather. Beautiful. Then we've got the man behind the boards. What's up, Chad Murphy? What's going on, fellas? Hello, Brandy. She needs her own mic. Look at her. (laughs) Hello, you froze. Are you there? Houston, we have a problem already. Oh, there hey, we go. Chad. All right, you're Can back. Hear us? What's that? Okay. Where were you? What happened? You're freezing you again. I'm freezing again? Yeah, you got bad internet connection. Pay your oh, bill. This is every week. We pay our bill. Is it still bad now, <laughs> no, too, Chad? Play. I don't know why. Just playing with you. Okay. Uh, oh, no, don't. yes, you're it's still frozen. Paranoid. Ow. Okay, hold on. Well, let me see what I can do here to unfreeze me. I can hear your audio, but your, your visual is frozen. Okay, well, that's not a good thing. So, um, hey, everybody. It's not frozen on our end. I could see it on our teleprompter. No, it is frozen. We don't even have it. I'm going to no, probably... No, on our teleprompter. It's fro- frozen. Oh, yeah, we are frozen. <laughs> you guys got teleprompters? No, we, no, no, we don't have other words. So how about this, Christ. everybody? I'm going to like restart Six. the Skype thing, so we're going to take a music break right off the bat. Wow. Man, we're going to play American oh. High. Let's see. What's a long one, Chad? Play something that's kind of long. Togo. What do we got? Which, let's play Togo Ultra Rock when we were young, and we're going to try and call back in. All right. Let's do it. All right. Bye. Everybody loves the things you do. Everybody here is watching you Cause you feel like home Like a dream come true Matter by chance you're here alone Can I have a moment Before I go Cause I've been by myself all night Someone I used to know 
face my fears Cause nobody told me that you'd be here And I swear you moved overseas That's what you said when you left Looks like we're going to roll another song because Jimbo and Ron are still having some technical issues. So we're going to do Jake Andrews in the shadows. See how this sounds. Behind the door 
go, Jimbo. All right, everybody. Who who did you play besides Togo? That was Jake Andrews. All right, everybody. So that was Jake Andrews in the shadows. Hopefully we got our little things worked out now. We want to say hi to everybody in the chat room. There's a lot of people in the chat room. So let's say hi to D Marie. We have user SFUU. I don't know. That might be goddess. I'm not actually sure. Um, we have Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show. Mondays at 4 p.m. on W4CY.com. We have B Claudia from Germany. We have Iris at Hope2259 from Germany. We have... Drew, Emperor Drew, what's up? Emperor Drew's in the chat room, and I don't know, there's so many people I can't see it all, but J-Bo, maybe, oh, B-Claudia, I said. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Um, we're going to have a fun show. Uh, we're going to have to call our first guest in a minute. Our first guest, his name is Brent Skolnick. He's the publisher uh, of a cool book, um, kind of a tragic book, called Voices or God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan, and then after that, our second guest today is going to be Robert J. Massetti, and he is from the Freak Show Horror Film Festival. Robert's a friend of mine from Florida back in the old days, and uh, he's got one of the biggest uh, horror movie film festivals, and it's coming up October 13th to 15th. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we have uh, Brandy getting her hair done by Ron. Very nice. <laughs> and uh, isn't she cute, though, Chad? you got to admit, it's like the most beautiful dog. She's a beaut. She is a beaut. I don't like the way he said that. What? What? She's a beaut. Oh. Well, excuse this, you must me. praise this dog. This dog must be praised. Is that is that like rough fur or is that like really soft? Soft? She's soft like hair. This really? is not fur. This is hair. Oh, sorry. This is she's a sheep dog. <laughs> That's why they, they call her sheep dogs because she looks like a sheep. Alright. And she's as sweet as a sheep. I love it. Look at that, how long her hair is. It's a good looking so, dog. Yeah, she's a good one. She's a lot of fun, even though some, and she's always in the way, though. She's like she always wants, on her feet. She wants feet. to be on show business. But before we go any further, you got two have, minutes. Wait, has have it, has everyone found out that Jimmy Starr was voted the fifth best radio host? That's not what I was voted. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, he beat out uh, what's his name. I got voted, you guys, which thank you because all you guys helped do it. It's not radio host. It's 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 radio influencer, meaning like the guests I pick. The music I play, um, the movies that I that I pick to like bring the people on and stuff. Like I'm the fifth no, no, most it means influential. Host also, because the other people that won, all they do is host the show. No, they don't. But but that's not what the award is. The no, award but is everybody for... that you beat out, like what's his name, Howard Stern, does not get his own guests and do what you're doing. Howard Stern sits on his ass and I know, his but he's people, not a big. He's not influential though. They're basically he's saying, very influential in his time. Okay, in his time, but now's but my time. Now it's your time, and you beat you beat Howard Stern out, and you're one of the the top uh, radio TV influencers. Congrats, no, Jimmy. Whatever. Anyway, well, Ryan well Seacrest deserved. was number one. Sean Hannity was like number three, and the other people, all the people, were political people. So besides Ryan Seacrest, I'm the only other uh, entertainment radio influencer that was picked out. Well, here's to you. Good yeah, stuff. I'll take it. I'll take it any way I can get it, and if Ron he was always on, does. If Ron was Twitter, because Ron Ron really should have gotten the award since he's the actual entertaining part of our show, and he's like the biggest part that makes everybody smile. So he should have gotten it. That's but, not true. But he, he uh, the comics never get it. But the comics didn't get it. Just the people. The who comics tweet. never get it. They never win kind of me awards either. There's no such thing as a comic. But you should. Also, we got Eileen Shapiro in the chat room. What's up? And everybody's saying congratulations. Thanks, everybody, and. Drew, I like your picture with the glasses on. It looks cool. And we're going to go ahead and try and call our first guest. Chad, do you think we need to play a song while we're calling well, him? Wanna, or should I we wanna, just call him? Oh, Drew, is Danae, back, is Danae back from Russia yet? She's peddling his goodies in Russia like mad. 
Did you see? I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> no, no, that I won't say. She peddled those years ago in Hollywood. <laughs> years ago, she was peddling that stuff in the bushes across the street from a gay bar in Palm Springs. Anyway, anyway Chad, should we play a song or should we just try and call him? How do you want to do it? I don't know how many songs you got left. Um, I'd probably run a song just in case there's any technical issues on their issues and everyone doesn't have to listen to it. All right, so let's play American High, Pretty Baby. You guys, we had American High on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, they're a lot of fun. We enjoyed them a lot. And uh, this is their one of their singles called Pretty Baby. Enjoy. Oh, there goes Brandy. <laughs> Jimbo. Say cunt or goddamn too oh, much. I say cunt a lot. <laughs> Jimbo. When we describe certain people. Let's say up. Oh, ten seconds, so we should be coming back seconds. on. Hang on. You're already can anyone hear me? Italian? Skolnik. Are you Italian, Brett? No, Skolnik's not Italian. Are you there? Can you hear us? Hey Brett, can you hear us? Uh oh. Can you hear me? Anybody? Can anyone hear me? 
I can hear what I was saying. Can anyone hear me? Hey, hey, Brett, you can hear me, Chad? I can. What's up? All right. So we can't. So Jimmy can't be heard. Hey, this is Chad, the engineer. We've been having technical dish issues all day here. As he's calling me. Yes, Jimbo. Hey, what happened? We're all we're on air. We're sitting here talking, and you're calling me on the phone. We can't hear. Can you hear? We can't hear anything. Well, it's because your microphone's not plugged in for some reason. Because I'm picking up. Not plugged in for some reason. <laughs> Hang on. All right, hold on. <laughs> we'll try to run another song here, folks. Stand by. Take the
Yo, gang. Hello, can anybody hear me? Hello, now Jimmy. Can you, can you hear me? No, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? No, it's us. It's us. All right, gang. It looks like we're going to play another tune. One of Ron's old favorite songs here. Reflections. Jimbo, are you there? Yeah, we're here. What's up, everybody? So sorry. Woo! I hope you enjoyed the music. You made it. <laughs> I was going to sing for them, but I'll sing for them anyway. She was coming round the mountain doing 90 when the pedal from her bicycle broke. She landed <laughs> the grass with the pedal up her ass and her left tit punctured by a spoke. Wow, All that's right. All right, nice. everybody. So... <laughs> We're getting started late. We got Meg Better in the chat room. We got, Ch we got Meg in the chat room, so we want to say hi to Meg. And now hi, we've got darling. our guest, you guys. We're 15 minutes late. We're sorry, but here it goes. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, publisher of the fascinating new book called Voices Are God, The Journal of Alan Kerrigan, Mr. Brett Skolnick. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Good. Um, it's going good now. Let me introduce yeah. you to everybody. Starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Yeah, and if you don't smile, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. You got nice teeth. Show them. Your hands, right. Look at right. nice. You're much handsomer when you smile. When you got that long puss on, I don't know. <laughs> Long, long puss on. I don't know. I had yeah. a long puss on my face. Yeah, when you when you don't smile, you got like a like a puss. He's you got look a annoyed. Smile. All right, so we've got the man behind. Now the he boards. looks handsome, man. Handsome, handsome. Now we got you, the man Robert. behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Brett. Welcome to the show. Good to have you, man. Hey, what's up, Chad? Thanks for having me. And we have a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hey, what's up, chat room? 
And also, we have four and a half million weekly viewers that come in Woo. all over the world. So let's say hi to everybody all over the world. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? All right, you guys. So, so uh, we're gonna like this is a little something different for us that we haven't done a whole bunch in the past. Bringing on usually when we bring on a book, someone who's written a book, it's someone who actually wrote the book. In this case, um, the person who wrote the book, it's a journal, um, is has actually passed away. And uh, the name of the book is Voices or God: The Journal of Alan Kerrigan. And I think I, I would like you to give us like a one minute synopsis of how you got involved. I know like the that uh, Alan died like seven years ago, and you met his mother and the journal. Um, you you helped her like financially to bring put the b book out and everything. But tell us a little bit about it real quick. Sure. So uh, I met up with uh, Meredith, that is uh, <clears throat> Alan's mother. I met her a few years back, and we just hit it off. Started discussing you know basic regular stuff. And then as our relationship grew, she then told me a little bit about what had happened to Alan as well as uh, his journal. So she, after a few more times discussing about it, she lent me the journal, let me take a look at it. And then after the fact, I was like uh, very interested uh, in helping you promote this journal if it's something you guys are interested in doing. And then from there, she um, <clears throat> she decided that she did want to uh, promote the journal. I apologize, guys. I got a <laughs> it's live live TV. That's the way it goes when we're live. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically, she wanted to tell the, the motherfucker to leave you alone. <laughs> He'll keep bothering me. Um, That's so gonna keep ringing till you answer. Answer uh, it and tell him to drop dead and and hang no, that up. might be somebody's works. I don't care. You're interrupt <laughs> interrupting his whole speech. He's all set. They, they, uh, they went to voicemail. So long story short, um, Meredith had asked me to work with her to get this journal out there to the masses. So here I am today on this fantastic show uh, discussing the journal with you guys. Okay. Now, right. what made you so interested in it? What is the story about that, that's so fascinating that you wanted to help push it? There had to be something in it for your, not money, I mean something in it that you were uh, believing in or loving or wanting to know more about. Sure, absolutely. So it's a pretty wild story. So it uh, takes place uh, about seven years ago. Alan uh, lived in uh, New York City, just a regular average guy going to work. And he's just a guy who journaled. He journaled since he was uh, a teenager um, and just wrote about his life. You know, he wrote about his likes, his dislikes, uh, his frustrations uh, at work, uh, meeting girls, going out, getting drunk, doing drugs, whatever the case may be that he was writing about at that time, he wrote about it. And somewhere in the middle of the journal, he starts to hear a voice um, and he starts to write about what he's hearing. And it's just such wow. a, a wild trip into the mind of, you know, you, you typically never read a journal, right, that someone uh, wrote. Because that's you know for themselves. Private, all right. They write it as private for them. Well, exactly. was he was he schizophrenic? That's the big question. So the big the the biggest issue Alan had, and he wrote about this, you know, at, you know, an extent, uh, you know, at a he, he wrote about it a lot throughout the the journal. Is he couldn't and didn't want to tell anyone about what was going on. So he was hearing a voice. That basically he writes about in the journal. He says he just hears his name being being said, and from there he then keeps hearing the name, hearing his name, and then the, he starts hearing more and more of this voice. It's not really a back and forth dialogue, um, but in the end, he 
believes that he is hearing the voice of God, right? So his biggest issue was no one on earth would ever fucking believe that he was hearing God at no, all. No, no, he's schizophrenic. Hang my, on, hang on, hang on. My, my past partner that I had for five years was schizo. Mm -hmm. And he used to hear... Uh, a woman, she was gorgeous. He'd hear her talking to him. Then sometimes she turned into a kangaroo. So I had to deal with that. And then he would say that his uh, grandfather was talking to him. What really made people know he was nuts was he said the radio was on when it never was. And the radio was instructing him what to do. Well, the relationship didn't last, thank God, because his mother broke it up, that bitch. But anyway... <laughs> She's the schizo nut job was the mother that made the son crack. Hang on, though. Wait a minute. Like, so, 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 wait a second. The, your character in your book probably got schizophrenic. It's not a character. I know, the man. I don't know what it is. You correct me one more fucking time. I'm going <laughs> to shove this microphone up your ass and we're going to hear you gurgle. Whoa. All right? One more, one more fucking intrusion. Two eyes I'll poke out. You'll be blind <laughs> yeah. forever. We do this all the time. It's forever, all the you, you'll, you'll be blind forever. I have a whole bunch of stuff, though, I haven't gone over yet. Wait, wait, is he running off? Is he going No, but away? that way you would know more about it when you're asking I don't, your questions. Let me, I've been interviewing for 45 fucking years. I've interviewed the greatest celebrities in the world, yeah, international movie stars. And this little prickette who does uh, whatever... I, I'm I, divorce. Okay. How much is a divorce? No, let me listen. Let's, wait, on, let's wait, do this, no, though. no, goddess, do me a favor, honey. Go online and see how much it costs to divorce this book. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, anyway, now, let's go. I've got it. The, all. the man in the book, the man who wrote the book, if he did a lot of drugs, drugs can induce schizophrenia. That was my point I was going for. Because the boyfriend that I had at 19 or 20 was loaded on every drug known to man, and he became schizophrenic. So that's a possibility. No, no, 100%, Ron, you're right. But the, the problem is that Alan had was, you know, somebody like you, where if he came out and was like, hey, I'm speaking to God, right away, you'd be like, absolutely not. And, no, I mean, no, no, no. I would say, ask him what the lottery number is today. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, the thing you'd initially asked me what intrigued me about the book is because this is kind of the same thing with someone that, you know, says they've seen a ghost or said they've seen an alien or they've been abducted you know to them i've never seen a ghost i've never seen an alien i don't know anything about that but to well, them, I'm, I'm all the above but but to, to them that's 100 percent truth right so they come out they talk to somebody or they'll do uh you know an interview and most people are like ah oh, you know this person's out of their mind but to them it's 100 percent real so when yeah. here we are we have this journal of this gentleman who something happened in that apartment but he believed that he was hearing the voice of God, and he didn't speak to anyone about it and ultimately ends up taking his life. You know, it's kind of the same oh, that's thing. Sad. That's sad. So what? Well, what he made his mistake. Do you know the movie star Jane Russell? No. That's okay. Anyway, Jane Russell was a devout Catholic. When she met me, she wanted me, not Catholic, I'm sorry, Christian. Christian. When she met me, she thought I should become a Christian like her. So she has this very famous woman who talks to God. And the woman spoke to God all about me, and the woman wrote it down on a paper, gave it to Jane to give it to me. If I knew we were going to talk about this, I would have found it and read it to you. Anyway, God said to this woman, 
Ron will be very difficult in the beginning, but he will come around and he will lose his homosexual ways. I got married, by the way. <laughs> and he will then become a wonderful Christian. So I was polite because I love Jane and I would never hurt her. And I said, oh, wow, when is this all going to happen? She said, honey, it takes time. Well, then she died and we never bothered with it anymore. So this guy, had he gone into a Christian group, he would not have been made fun of. They would have said, he speaks in tongue, or he's speaking with the Lord Jesus, and they would exactly. have revered him. Yeah. He made a mistake by going with stupid people that don't give anybody the benefit of the doubt. Well, he didn't talk to anyone. he That's the whole thing. Well, how did you find like, out? Just by his the book? Journal. Just the journal. There's this, he, it's about 180 page of entries of just everything, you know, anything that you would see in a, a personal journal. And, you know, it also kind of shows the spiral and him dealing with the, you know, insecurity that he had. And he didn't even speak to his mother about this. It's a, you know, it's a wild trip. Um, you know, it's sad, obviously, because it ultimately ends with him, him taking his life. But it's really just, uh, you know, this, you know, seeing exactly what is going through his mind while all this is yeah well you know, it's more it's, it's it's more of a wait it's more of a read than it is a tell and i'm sure there's lots of stuff in there that's fascinating and i'm telling everybody out there listening if you're interested in this get this journal it could be very interesting okay it is very interesting first of all you guys i got the journal this morning and everybody it's 4.99 on amazon and you can also get it in paperback i think on um so, so I saw it on a site when I Googled it. But if you go to Amazon, you can get it. It's called the Journal uh, Voices or God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan, you guys. Um, it's 143 journal entries. It's written as if it was someone's journal that nobody ever would think that anybody would be reading it. So there's like misspellings and lots of cursing and lots of like what cursing. the guy was thinking. Oh me, oh my. And and actually <laughs> I read the journal this morning. I, I don't I didn't read all of it. I'd say I read seventy percent of it this morning. And I would say and first of all, it was fascinating. It's extremely fascinating, and if, if he is a crazy person, a lot of his observation about the world were so, like, spot on, you know, and I, I wrote some of the funny things that I read down just because, like, he's like, he doesn't know if it's a ghost talking to him or if it's God or what it is, and he's like, oh, maybe I'll have to call Ghostbusters, I hope the ghost isn't a dick, you know, and, like, there's, like, really, like, interesting things that made it comedic, even though it's an incredibly serious, you know, subject and topic, and, um... Uh, he misses his father. It's very explicit. He basically didn't tell anybody anything, and he kept everything inside. Chad. Yes, sir. Hey, Chad. Do you have the actual trailer? The, the, I want to play the trailer for everybody because everybody will get a better idea, and then we can come back because I have a whole bunch of quotes and stuff to, to you know, go over. Many, the best movies ever made, Alfred Hitchcock made some of the greatest thrillers, and he always did it where it was psychological. It was always where he took us into the strange world of people that thought different than normal. That's why this journal has got to be totally interesting, because it's going to take the reader into the mind of the person who heard God's voice. And I think right there, that's a segue for a movie. I got oh, that clip. A TV, a TV you have the clip? movie. Okay, so, so here, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play it. You guys, this is only like a minute long. Listen to this. This is the uh, book trailer for Voices Are God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan. On the line now we have Brett Skolnick, who is the publisher of the book, who's working with uh, the Alan's family uh, to put this book out. Um, we're going to play it for you guys. We'll be back in one second. Go ahead, Chad. All right. 911, what's your emergency? Something's not right in my neighbor's apartment. He's been yelling at night. This has been going on for over a month. I knocked on the door to try to talk to him, but he never answers. I think someone should come over and take a look. 
In my opinion, Alan was suffering from dissociative identity disorder or paranoid schizophrenia. This man was in direct contact with the Lord. His journal is the evidence and is as important as any found gospel. I have no idea what happened in that apartment. What I know is this journal is unlike anything I have ever read and probably nothing like it again. This journal takes us in his mind as he's unraveling. It's one of the most disturbing books I've ever read. 911, what's your emergency? I'm scared. I think I need help. All right, there you go. All right, everybody. So that no, was. Wait, is there a pause? Hang on, wait a second. That was That's the trailer cool. for right for Voices of God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan. It seems very, very interesting. I have a couple of things like in the promos for this, which I think are really interesting, and they kind of go to what we were already talking about a minute ago. But it says Alan is hearing voices. Is he suffering from mental illness? Maybe he is talking to God. If he told you, would you believe him? And that's a, like a what a great like segue because throughout the whole book, if you guys read every journal, some of the journal entries are only like five sentences long. You know, now, you really said quick. to me that pe by page three, a religious person wouldn't want the book or like the book. Why is that? Oh, it's just vulgar. I mean, you know, it's a, again, so it's a journal of a gentleman who's just writing for himself. No one else to see it. So, you know, even if you look at the, like, on Amazon, if you pulled up a couple of pages, I mean, there's fucking the shit. There's him talking about jerking oh, like off. Nobody's ever heard that. Ooh, well, but I mean, you know, again, I don't want it to come. This isn't a. You know, people hear the word God and they think, oh, this is a religious book by right. any means. I mean, right. he 100 percent has a, you know, a two three page um, explanation about how he completely disagrees with organized religion. So there's right. nothing about Alan that is religious, and that's kind of. You know, what's another thing that's really interesting is that you would, and one of the things he wrote is he said, People pray to you all the time, but I never pray to you. I don't even believe in you. Why the fuck are you talking to me? Like, I have no interest in talking to you. Go talk to them. Um, and that was kind of something that, you know, he always wrote about or just discussed. Like, I don't understand why you bother me. This is like, this has nothing to do with me at all. I have no interest. And you speaking to me, why are you using me to speak to me? And also, the, it's not a back and forth dialogue. It's not like, you know, he thinks God's speaking to him and he's speaking back to God. None of that is happening. It's strictly well, hearing a voice that he perceives to be God. When, when God spoke to him, did he speak to him in Yiddish or English? Because God was Jewish. Sure. So there's some part of it. So his name's Alan Kerrigan. So he hears Aline. Um, and then there are times throughout the journal where he writes where he is hearing a language that he perceives to either be Hebrew or Arabic. Okay. So and he, Hebrew. he Googles some of yeah. the terms that he's hearing. And that's kind of how he pieces together that he thinks he's hearing God. That's, you know. Okay. You just hit the button, my friend, on why I cannot wait to read this journal. Because he heard it in Hebrew, and he does not. He's a guy. You can tell by his name. He's not Jewish, all right. <laughs> he's probably a, he's probably a wasp, a real white bread wasp. How does he understand Hebrew? That's a point that I would like to investigate. How do you hear a voice that's not speaking in English? There's something. What could be? Do you ever watch Ancient Aliens? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, I believe in That's all of that stuff. Show. Now, maybe the aliens were contacting him to find out. That's what they did in religious days. Those angels are aliens. We know that. We're all aliens. We all came from Mars once. Now, do you think I'm crazy? No, we're all stardust, right? Absolutely. But uh, I love the idea. See that? If you didn't say that, I would have been weak on it. But everyone out there, listen. Let's find out in the journal how this guy understood Hebrew. Also, I'm fascinated. I, I made a whole bunch of notes. So first of all, fascinated. There's first of all, we should let everybody know. Alan died. Se I think it was seven years ago, right? Is that what I read? Correct. He died seven years ago, and for a long time, his mother didn't let anybody know about the journal. And then his mother is the one who actually, though, found the journal after he died um, and decided, you know, yes, she was going to share the journal. So I, I have what happened to Alan. Alan's mother clung desperately to the pages of his journal. Isolated by grief, she searched frantically for answers. Seven years have passed since Meredith lost her son, and she has finally begun to heal. With the support of her family and friends, Meredith has found the courage to share what she can only explain as the horror of Alan's descent into madness. Alan's journal will challenge the views of believers and skeptics alike as readers enter the darkness of Alan's mind and journey with him to his final hours. But what about if this guy wasn't nuts? What he might about, not have been. We don't what know. What about if he really somehow could tune in and get the frequency wave of something or someone or someone? I don't know. You, you know, we can't just listen. If he understood Hebrew, I wouldn't care. But he didn't understand <laughs> Hebrew. Now, that's well, what I want to know. Well, how did, how the whole did he know what God was saying, saying? He's saying something. Go ahead. Well, that, that's the whole point, though, right? So It's flipping yeah. me out. Flipping me out. He never spoke to anyone because most people would say, ah, he's crazy. He's having, uh, you know, some sort of psychotic break or anything like that. But to him, it was real. So, you know, that, that was his whole struggle. And that's why he never came out exactly for that reason. So maybe he was. I don't think so. I mean, I've never, I don't know anyone that's necessarily spoken to God directly or had God. Yeah, I've, I've lived with one for five years. I know what that bullshit's all about. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. I know. Well, like, I, like, I, you know what I keep saying? The next time you talk to a spirit, find out the lottery number for the day. In the, <laughs> no shit. But but that's the same thing. Like someone that believes they've been abducted by an alien or see a ghost. So to them, that's real. Like that's 100% happening. Yeah. And everyone yeah. else like, oh, this fucking person's insane. But to them, well, what do you think? I want to know what you think. Um, Your opinion of this guy. I mean, Is he a nut or not? Again, I'm... I, I'm not super religious at all, so I would say he was having some sort of mental health issue. What that is, I don't know. And but, he learned to speak Hebrew in his mental issue? No, because he wasn't speaking Hebrew. He heard it. Well, well, he heard it and he Googled it. So, yeah, how, I don't know. Maybe he took a class. So, in how the hell do I know? I definitely don't know that. That's well, then you thinking. can't really say that he's crazy. Exactly. Well, that's... and, and it, by me, You asked for my opinion. That's my opinion. But... That's also the same issue that Alan would have. He would look at someone like me and call me an asshole, right? You're not believing in me. I'm telling you what's happening. So, and that's the rub, right? What, what do you do? I'm sorry he's not alive because I would have liked to have had uh, him listen to the voice and interpret what the voice was saying in Hebrew. Hebrew is yeah. a fucking difficult language. Nobody's, it's all, ugh, you, ugh, you he said he could just Googled it probably. He Googled what? Hebrew. You can Google the phrases in Hebrew, and it'll tell you what it means. Yeah, if you oh, Google so you think he did, he did that? He, he I thought the guy that God spoke to him in Hebrew. He did, but if you heard the word shalom, you can Google shalom and figure out oh, that means hello, goodbye, it. peace. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So got basically, it. he wasn't religious. There's 143 entries, you guys, because this is really cool. You're gonna like it, and and if you actually Google 
um, Voices of God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan. You know, you'll see all kinds of great interviews and all people kinds of people asking questions of, about this. It's very, very, very interesting. Uh, but he kept everything inside. Um, his father died. He had missed his father. There's an entry in there where he goes to visit a psychic, you know, and he's like, oh, psychics are full of shit, you know, and then all these kinds of things, you know, are going on. Um, there's a lot of pop cultural references that kind of gives us a time frame of, of his life of when he kept the journal because he... How old was he when he passed? Uh, 30. So young, very young boy. There's football references and there's Still Justin Bieber references and... There's a, a really funny thing like, what's up with MTV? Where the fuck are all the music videos? You know, there's no more music videos on MTV. I mean, like, really, he made a lot of cultural and pop cultural references to kind of let you know when when all these things were going on. And also, just to let you know, like, because most of his pop cultural references were really good. You know, like, people are too, I wish I could live in the... The, the get out of the city and people are too materialistic and everybody's mean and people aren't friendly and like all the kinds of things that that those are like real things those things are really going on every day we make comments like that all the time all the time um uh, about it so i think that you know a lot of the things even though it's very explicit and he wants to get laid and he talks about all these like you know different cool things a lot of his observations though to me, like when I was reading, and I was like, "These aren't like crazy, like observations. These are like observations of somebody no, who knows oh, what the I hell's going on." I can't wait to read this thing tonight. I'll read it before <laughs> I fall asleep. But I want to say one thing. I'm happy about your journal because it has brought me to my next conversation, which is, everyone out there, if you meet someone who is different and who is suffering, and you know that they're suffering because they 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 they're not believed, do not ridicule them do not push them because they will commit suicide this is proof they could commit suicide, this is yeah. proof that applies to young transgender people who are little kids they want to be women they don't know why and we bully them and we taunt them and what do they do at 14 and 15 years old they kill themselves so we have got to be a human race with more compassion to understand that mental illness is the same as cancer arthritis, diabetes, or bad toothache. It's yep. just another illness. So if, if your friend comes to you and says, I'm dying of cancer of the pancreas, you don't say, oh, you're full of shit, yo, fuck you, get away from me. You say, oh my God, that's terrible. So if someone- What can I do to help so you? So if someone is suffering from mental illness and you're aware of it, be gracious, be kind, be soft. Show them that you care for them, and you'll help them not kill themselves. That's all I want to say. Yeah, that's, right. that's one of my one of my platforms is uh, to stop teenage suicide because the rate of teenage suicide, my friend, is shocking, shocking. Go ahead. That's people not listening. Well, I also think too one thing that <clears throat> I, I want to commend you as the publisher and Meredith as as the mother of Alan Kerrigan. You know the fact that you guys are donating a percentage of the proceeds to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Oh, wonderful! Is, Thanks. You're, is one, like, you're the best. Is like really. Yay! Uh, it shows first of all that you're not just trying to like make a bunch of money. That you're actually Good. trying to bring light to a terrible, terrible subject, a terrible thing that has happened. Uh, in in Meredith's life and within lots of people's lives and anybody who doesn't know the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention is the nation's leading organization bringing together people across co communities and backgrounds to understand and prevent suicide and to help heal the pain it causes. So so number one, I'm going to commend you on that because I think I you and think Meredith you and everybody are, that's fabulous. And you know what? You don't even have to smile <laughs> because because you're so terrific even when you have that long puss on. Sorry, I just keep. I want to thank you personally. I personally want to thank you, 
until, you, until you, I hope one day to meet you so I could shake your hand and give you gonorrhea. <laughs> you, got, you have gonorrhea on your hand? Yeah, because I had my hand up a friend of ours is snatched the other day. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I won't give her name, but she's on. She's listening. In. That's awesome. She got multicolored hair. Guys, real, real quick, um, with the uh, Ron, what you had said about um, mental health and people's uh, mental health issues that they have, one hundred percent dead on. And you know, it's it even goes beyond that. You know, there's people that friends, family, you know, that are dealing with issues day to day, whether it's anxiety, depression, or even, you know, DID, people are dealing with this stuff and it's very real. And, you know, for the person that you see on the side of the street that, you know, you see is homeless and you might step over and be like, this guy's a piece of shit and you look at him, you know, they're struggling. Uh, Everyone's struggling. You know, what's really wrong is Mr. Trump, don't build the wall. Those billions of dollars you can use to get the homeless off the street, get the medication, and get them back to being functioning human beings. The wall we really don't need because it's not going to do jack shit. All right? (laughs) If they want to come here, they'll fucking fly here. All right? You can't stop me from going anywhere in the world because I'll always outsmart you, you asshole. (laughs) So stop with the $10 million or billion dollars for the wall and give it to your people who you rule over you. First of all, you guys, too, though, and I agree with everything everybody's saying. First of all, you guys, Alan's Journal um, is is the Twitter, so it's A-L-L-E-N-S-J-O-U-R-N-A-L. I've been talking with Brett about like uh, getting on his Twitter and tweeting because everybody would really like this, so follow Alan's Journal because they're going to start tweeting on there soon. Um, if you want to find out more information, you can go to www.insidethejournal.com. Um, the best thing to do is just to go on Amazon and Google Voices or God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan. It's four ninety nine to get the Kindle uh, download. Um, get it. I know it is available in um, – actually, somebody in the chat room said they just got it. Um, there's also a, uh, a – hard get paperback on Kindle as well. So oh, I'm sorry, on Amazon as well. So there's the um, paperback as well as the Kindle version you can get right off of Amazon as well. Okay, now I want to say something. Everybody out there, you know, I always say this. One dollar. I don't want you to send more than one dollar. I would be angry if you send more than one dollar. But I would be happy if you send just one dollar. Because we have four and a half million. Wait a minute. We have four and a half million viewers. So if every one of our viewers sent one dollar, that's four and a half million dollars. So only one buck, everybody. Jimmy, tell him where to send it. To the American Foundation for Suicide No, to Donald Trump for president. Well, I don't know. Next We're talking term. about his book, so maybe what are you crazy? buy the book, but the book's four ninety nine. Everybody needs to buy the book too. <laughs> yes, but first I this is important. The book is important, but this is also important. Absolutely. Send your one dollar after you buy the journal. That's right. To, after you buy the journal. To give it. Oh, to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. You got that? The American Foundation and for Suicide the, Prevention. And the name of this book, you guys, is Voices Are God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan. <clears throat> and it really is cool. It's 143 journal entries. Some of them are longer. Some of them are short. Some of them have doodled drawings of whatever he's talking about in them. Um, there was one of them, like I saw some, like where he felt like he was being restrained or something, and there's a picture in a in a straight jacket and I don't know. There's just all kinds of really great little graphics that go along with it. And it really is a book to make you think you know, think about like how you treat people, you know, are there people in your life that are maybe going through difficulties and, and you don't believe what they say and you're not like doing and anything to help them. Also schizophrenia. 
my partner of five years, who I'm no longer with because I'm married to Jimmy, was magnificently gorgeous, by the way. He was a model. He was the most beautiful man in the world. And he wasn't a sissy fag either. You never know he was gay. <laughs> and uh, he uh, was as gentle and as sensitive and as loving as anyone could be. So don't be afraid of people that have schizophrenia. They're not like in the movies. They don't come at you with knives and try to kill you. Um, be kind. The kinder you are to a person who's mentally ill, the more they'll understand you. Because of Stephen, I had gone to many, many functions for the insane or the near insane or the problem or whatever. And my heart broke. There was one beautiful girl there. She was about 16 years old. She tried to commit suicide. She was schizophrenic, and you'd never know it. And I thought to myself, wow, the parents of this gorgeous girl must be heartbroken to know that they have a child that's not perfect and that no man will marry. They'll never see her in a wedding gown. They'll never have her children, her grandchildren. And it's, it, it goes beyond the person that's ill. It goes into the world, the family, everybody. So please, send a dollar. One fucking dollar, you cheap bastards. One dollar. I hate you all if you don't send a dollar. You know that. Also, if we go and to buy the journal, or you know what, you're going to find a, a head of a fish in a newspaper in your bed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about two? Can we get the? Can, can they get it on insidethejournal.com, or they just go to insidethejournal.com and you can click the link and it'll take you to Amazon. Yeah, you can get it there. I'll send you over to the book patch as well. We have it up on the book patch as well. So either way. Um, if you just go to Inside the Journal, you'll find a link that will get you over to the book, either uh, e-format or paperback. Right go. now online, we have Drew King, who is one of the most uh, uh, influential people about suicide. So, Drew, I want you to tweet it out to everybody, all the millions of, of people you have, that this journal is interesting and it has to be read and that people should support the journal with donations to uh, suicide. Thank you, Drew. There you go. We'll get it out. We'll be tweeting We'll get the word out. We'll believe me. Believe we we have such. We're like the Nazis. We can go every place. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, one more time. It's insidethejournal.com. Follow at Allen's Journal and Allen is A L L E N S J O U R N A L on Twitter. The name of the book is Voices Are God: The Journal of Alan Kerrigan. It's four ninety nine on Amazon. We have the publisher Brett Skolnick on the line now. And anything, anything else you well, want to add? Wait a minute, Jim. If I was like, poor, like I am poor, but if I can't afford to buy it, can I get it for ninety nine cents somewhere? No, it's four ninety nine. Four ninety nine, even like not not getting a book, just looking at it on your. On well, your if laptop. you have Kindle Unlimited, like I do, you can actually get it as one of your free reads. So if you have okay, Kindle Unlimited, okay, so you there get it you go, folks. You get a free read if you belong to Kindle. And uh, actually, and Amazon, Amazon Prime. Four ninety eight is not a lot. Four ninety nine is cheap. No, it's a box of Ritz crackers. Did you see what they did with Ritz crackers? They raised the price and they reduced the size of the crackers. Those bastards. They get you coming and going. So <laughs> oh, instead of buying Ritz crackers, screw get the them. Journal. Get the journal. So anything else you want to add here at the end, uh, Mr. Skolnick? Uh, um, hey, look how gorgeous when he smiles. Do you have, have a girlfriend? I have a wife. Oh, d does she like your smile? Uh, I hope so. Yeah, every now and then, I guess. It's, it's yeah, when, when you like, want a piece, when you want a piece, you smile. That day, you know, yeah. I like my smile if she likes me. If she hates me, then she doesn't like my fucking smile. Yeah, no, no, she knows when you smile, you want a piece. She knows that. <laughs> you have um, kids? You have kids? I do, yes. I do. How many? Two. Three? Two. Oh, two, two, boy and a girl? Yes, sir. 
you got a royal family. See that? You're lucky. But anyway, I wish you the best of luck with your journal, and I thank you for bringing it to the attention of the world, and I know that you will do good with it. Thanks. I appreciate it, guys. All righty, and we'll uh, we'll have this out for it'll go in syndication. Uh, and later, I'll have later it. On I'll tonight. have it on Facebook. I have lots of you know. I have a lot of stuff. To, Is I there can a get Facebook it out. Page for the journal. Does the journal have a Facebook page or no? No, we just have the Twitter account right now. Okay. All right, everybody. Yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll put keep it you on. Guys every, it'll be on everything. It'll be on Instagram. It'll be on Facebook. It'll be on Twitter, Twitter, everything. Everybody, who just pay attention to my Twitter feed. You'll see it again. It's inside the journal Voices of God, the Journal of Alan Kerrigan. Brett, we want to thank you so much for very on the interesting Star guest. Show. Thank you. You were a wonderful Thanks. guest. Thanks. Very interesting. The best. I appreciate it. Okay. Bye bye. 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 Right, I love I love everything about it. I love the whole thing. I love the the idea it's that this that this person came forward and wrote like a diary of his insanity, which nobody does. And hopefully they'll make a movie because it would make a great movie. Well, yeah, because it's educational as well. Jimmy, give me a kiss so that people don't think I hate you. Why would you hate me? Uh, I said I was going to shove the microphone up your ass and listen to you. Oh, that gargle. was Chad doing the noise. I thought that was the fart machine that you put down. No, <laughs> I have a fart machine Let's that when you it. press it, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I forgot it. Otherwise, I would have had it now while Jimmy was talking. I would have pressed the button. <laughs> I'm a devil. We got Meg in the <laughs> chat room. We want to say hi to Meg. Wait, hold on a minute. Deirdre came for the weekend. That was two years ago. Anyway, Deirdre's here for a while. And we have a big witch that with hands and claws, and she's horrible, and she's all in gauze. And I hung it over the doorway for her to go into the guest room. Well, she came home, and she let out with such a howl. So now... I opened my bedroom door to go out in the foyer and the damn thing is hanging and it jumped all over me. That's not a funny story, Ron. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Meg, darling, how are you, my Actually, sweet Actually, everybody loved the cheetah man. Fart, fart man is back, yes, and, and uh, everybody loved the guest. I, I just loved what he said, what he did. I, lo I love the whole subject because Drew King and I are very, very uh, uh, involved with teenage suicide, especially transgender children. I have a relative who is a transgender. I won't say who until the family lets me say it, but uh, they were a boy and a girl, and the boy is now seven and the girl is seven because they're twins, but the boy refuses to wear boys' clothes. He only wants jewelry. He only wants to grow dresses. up. He, yeah, he wears every, I mean, he's, he dresses, he dresses in dress and drag. He's in, he only wants skirts and his sister's shoes. And so everybody freaked out. They thought he was gay. And I said, no, he goes beyond gay. He doesn't know it since he's a little baby. He was a girl. He's always, he just thinks he's a girl. So now with therapy and hormones and caring and great love from our family, we support him. And he will mature into a beautiful girl because he's gorgeous already. And whatever proceedings need to, procedures need to be, he will get. Uh, there's no way that his parents are wonderful. He's got wonderful parents who are so understanding and, and so supportive. And grandmothers and me and cousins and everybody. That this child is going to make it transition, transcend to a woman and be very happy. And Absolutely. that's what you have to do. Also, we want to say hi to Illy from Estonia. Is in there? Everybody, everybody's saying it. I think that I think that Goddess might be one of the people that's in here. Well, she's sure. transgender. No, but Goddess, Ill show us your snatch so we know you're not transgender. Illy from Estonia is in the chat room though, and I forgot to say hi to her. And there's so many people in in the chat room. It's like awesome. Goddess, dearest, are you there? 
I don't know if she's there. Yes, Ron. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Chad. Goddess, if you, listen, I'm doing a toilet book, a book that you keep in your toilet, and it's called Tits. It's all about my character, Stella Starr, who has gigantic tits, and all of her friends that have gigantic tits. And it's a comedy. And each page will be a different story with a different laugh. And uh, I'm going to do one of you, Goddess. You're going to be in one of the pages. There you go. So I, guess I don't I, know if she's in there or not. That bitch better be there. I just said something nice. I know, but I'm not sure if that's... She's that, there all the time. I don't she know if that's lives. Goddess or not, so I'm not goddess, sure. Goddess, are you there? <laughs> yes, Ron. Anyway... Yes, right. Way to go, Chad. Brad, uh, J Chad, stop doing that. It may stay that way, and you may be one of us. Chad, what's the weather like in Florida? Shitty. <laughs> He's kind of right. Look, <laughs> looking out the big window, there's no wind out there, so I'm sure it's steamy, so that's not good. And it's cloudy, so there's no sun really coming through. So it's still and cloudy and warm. The northeast is in the high 80s, extremely humid and sunny. It's like a great sunny day in Florida. Right. Claudia says it's very touching you mentioning all these things you're talking about. What am I talking about? Oh, and Goddess is uh, everything you're talking is about. Is that bitch in the chat room? Yes, Goddess says I'm Goddess, here and she will love it. Where are you? What's, I can't stand you anymore. I'm leaving. I'm going to divorce you. I want to divorce Goddess. Listen, my sweet. I'm going to do a, a cartoon of you and uh, Stella Stark. It'll how, be do fun. Like, how do you like that, my honey? I love Goddess. Goddess is probably one of my, my best fans. Not a fan. She's my she's my buddy. That's right. One day when we get to Florida, God forbid I ever go there again, but if we ever get to Florida one day, we're going to be with her and take tons of She says of it's gloomy and hot in Florida, just like Chad. Whatever, it's gloomy and hot. That's, no, it's, not, it's shiny and hot up here. It's like 85 today. I mean, I love it. I never want winter. I hate winter. Ugh. So let's do a quick... We're going to Palm Springs for the whole winter. Yay! I can't wait. All my buddies out there. We're going to be out there for like three months, and we'll be televising from the, the studio in California, I think, or from Chad. Are we still with Chad? Oh, Chad, yeah, are we going to be with you if we're in California? Yeah, we're going to be with you. It's no different than us being here. That was a three-hour difference. doesn't make any oh, difference. Oh, we have to work three We have to work out. We have to work three hours earlier. What is the difference <laughs> to you? But what's going to be good is because we're going to have on-set guests. I'm going to ask Tippy Hedren to come on. All my buddies out there, you know, that are still alive. Goddess says she loves your drawings. They're fantastic. Oh, Goddess, have you been seeing them on Facebook? Yes, you have. You've said you like them. Well, I'm going to do one of you, darling. <laughs> Sorry, when you, everybody. Wait till you see what you're going to look like, Goddess. Whoa! <laughs> Let's do a quick commercial for everybody saying that you can hear us every week, you guys. We're from 3 to 4.50 p.m. every Wednesday on our home station, W4CY Radio, with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can yeah. hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Apple TV, Spreaker, and Podbean. And on television, we're on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. Like a disease, we're all over. That's right. Like everywhere. It's like disgusting. Like it's yes. not disgusting. I'm exhausted. Meanwhile, all of you son of a... <laughs> and everybody in the chat room, fuck you. I'm sorry I have to say that. Not one of you said, Ron, how did your thing go at the hospital? Actually, Iris did. Well, Iris is the only one. The other <laughs> ones don't give a shit if I croak tomorrow. They'd be glad. They say, oh, good, that filthy loud mouth is dead. No, they ding dong, the fag is dead. The fag is That's dead. Terrible. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Anyway, I went in, and they went in through my wrist with a camera. 
and all kinds of goodies. And they did, this is Temple University, is the best hospital I've ever been to. The machinery they had, the things they were looking at, and they were x-raying, and they were doing this and doing, I was waiting for them to put a vibrator on my crotch. That would have made it complete, but they didn't do it. I suggested, but they rolled their eyes. They said, our vibrator is too powerful. I said, well, I could try. Anyway, forget that story. <laughs> they, um, they went in, and they found I have two areas near my heart that are 70% clogged and two areas that are not near my heart that are 40% clogged. And the doctor didn't want to put stents in because he wanted to discuss with me what way to go. So now they scared the shit out of me because one way was a quadro bypass. Quadruple. Quadruple bypass. I almost fainted from that one. The other one was stents, and then the, the, th the third one was through medication. What's that shit called I take now? Nitroglycerin. No, the other stuff. The stuff that gets oh. rid of plaque. Oh, Crestor. Crestor. I take Crestor. The uh, side effects of Crestor are blindness, deafness, penis falls off, legs break. That's not true. Your guts fall out, your stomach <laughs> turns inside out, your rectum falls out. Those are the side effects. But the good part is that Crestor absolutely in time will corrode or remove or lessen the plaque. the plaque. So we have a meeting with the doctor next week to find out which way we're going to go. And I'm going to go with stents and whatever that shit's called. Medication. What's it called? Clavex? Crestor. Crestor. What's Clavex? Some of the crap they, they tell you on television. Take Clavex. It's wonderful. You, you know, your ears fall off. Your arms rot. So for you, those of you who didn't ask because you don't give a damn, there you go. And for those of you who did ask, I love you. There you go. It's funny. Right. I know Liz Lauren sent me a note. She said, I hope you die from the surgery. She, she did. Oh, yeah, she did. She sent me a note. She said, I hope you die, you fag. Says, tell Ron to call me, Meg. <laughs> Maggie, my darling, I know you're also, upset. Meg said, what about her pictures? That you promised her. Oh, I will. What do you, what do you think I have? I, I'm not at my easel all day long, folks. I do have a friggin' life, a show. I'm all over. You're all going to have. And then Eileen said she wants more of, of all of her, her, what do you call it, her clients, the rock and roll people. Jesus, I'm going to be painting away. Anyway, um, yeah, Meg. They're all saying you have to be careful what you eat. <laughs> they oh, sound like your daughters. I know. Listen, you want to know the truth? Jimmy eats beef like crazy. Jimmy's a meat eater. I do not eat meat. I don't like meat. Everyone knows it, right, Meg? I look at red bloody meat and I want to throw up because you're eating a fucking animal. Every time you bite into a steak, you're biting into a half of a cow. How primitive, Bob. Oh, do that noise again, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, I'm, I'm not a vegetarian, and God forbid a vegan. I could never be that. But um, I, I'm pretty good. You know, hey, listen, I'm 77 years old. The plumbing's got to go. You know, the electrical wiring goes. What was the percentage clogged? 70 on two of them and 40 on two of them. That's not too bad. you got to lighten up on the 71. Well, the 70, they throw a stent in, and this Clarex, whatever the fuck it's called, will eventually take the debris out. Mm. You know... I am 77. I developed arteriosclerosis, which is hardening of the arteries. Yeah. This, my friends, you have to look forward to. When you get to be <laughs> over 70, your fucking arteries shrink. Your dick shrinks. Everything shrinks. Oh. Iris says she loves you. 
I love you, Iris. Anyway, Meg, darling, Meg's Meg Ruddick is married to Alan, a fabulous doctor. He's a pulmonist. Pulmi how do you say that? Pul pulmonist, I think. Pul pulmonist? No, pulmonist. Pul pulmonist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's a fucking lung doctor. And he's the best. And he's at, out of Ohio something hospital. So if ever you need your lungs fixed, go to Alan. There you go. And if you need your and dick his wife, fixed, go to Temple. <laughs> yeah, to, to my doctor. Uh, and, and, and Meg is just the most beautiful girl in the world. She looks like Grace Kelly. She's so beautiful. Meg and says diabetes can cause it. That's the same thing the doctor said. Yeah, a lot of things could cause a it. A lot they, of things cause yeah, it. Yeah, they said sure. sex with Jimmy could cause it also. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I got syphilated from him. So. <laughs> Can you believe he says that shit, Chad? I sure can. Your Chad can believe it, too. Your Chad believes that you say those things. Can only imagine him off air. Well, he was such a slut before I married him. He admits to being a slut. I can't help it. Really? He said he, he, said he was the biggest slut. He said to me one day. This is Don't no, tell people whatever I said He to said that he has been with more than 5,000 different men in his life. It's kind of like Mick Jagger-ish or something, huh? That's I mean, right. how could you be with five? That's like cruising the gutters. I haven't been with them. I've just been blown by them. <laughs> Jimmy, that's disgusting. Huh. Don't you say that filthy shit. <laughs> that's not the same thing as being with them. It's kind of like Bill Clinton. I did not and, have sex with that woman. Right, and, then he mar and then he married me and it never happened again. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't go for that shit. Listen to him. All right. So we're going to call our next guest. Chad, you ready? No, but to first, I have to say I love you to someone. Okay. I love you, Eileen. She's not there anymore. She left. She Eileen, go, she had to fuck go. you. Oh. <laughs> she had to go do Eileen's doing an interview. On who? Who's she interviewing? Leon. My Leon? Yeah. Oh, shit. Leon from Leon and the People. Why isn't Leon on our show? I don't know. Maybe we'll have to get him. Oh, do you know who Leon People is? Leon and the People. Oh, love is a beautiful thing. Oh, his You guys soul. know him because he's on every major oh, he cool is movie. And, and he is probably one of the nicest. Superstar actors. Superstar, wonderful person I've ever met. He's up there with Tab. Oh, Tab Hunter. We could talk about Tab a lot. We don't have time. We have to call and go. Call our guest now. Oh, but anyway, I'm, I might be interviewing Tab Hunter in a couple of weeks, folks. Yay. Again, for the second time. So, Chad. That's me. Do we have any music, other music you can play to get our guest on? only thing I got on tap really is uh, Human League and Clutch. What, what, what's you want clutch? me to sing again? No, no. What's Clutch? <laughs> uh, it's a rock and roll band. They're pretty good. You want to hear it? All right, play Clutch while we're getting our guest. Everybody, this is Clutch. I don't know who they are. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> and if they stink, we'll bomb them. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, you made me weak, and you made me moan. Well, you caused me to leave, child, my happy home. But someday, baby, you ain't worry my life anymore.
I wanna dirty mistreat her That was no good But someday, baby You ain't worry my life anymore So what was the name of that band, Chad? That was Clutch. All right, everybody. That was Clutch. The chat room, everybody's saying they like it. Great voice and great sound. So hope you guys like Actually, they all loved it, Chad. Oh, good deal. Good pick. There you go. All right, everybody. Now we want What was it called, Crutch? Clutch. You betcha. Oh. Crutch. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, fabulous, talented film director and founder of the Freak Show Film Festival, Freak Show Horror Film Festival, Robert J. Massetti. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let me uh, introduce you, go around the table. First, we got my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I can be polite. I don't, I don't always have to be fucking vulgar, you know. <laughs> hey, hey. Now we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome, Robert. Chad, how are you? Good to have you, we sir. Have a, we have a chat room full of people, so say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody. 
There you go. You got to love it. And you guys look at all the cool stuff in his back. I love it when like guests come on, especially it's always people who like superheroes and horror movies that always That's have right. cool backgrounds with all the cool like cuz I see Wolverine in the background and there's right. Pinhead and Freddy Krueger, so you got to like love it. We have Well, to- tune into our show in 3 weeks and you're going to see a display of horror like you've never seen. I have the best collection because ever. Because Jimmy's got a gigantic collection and somehow I'm going to have to make it where it can all be seen behind us. I mean, he's got name them Name name two. No, name three. I bet you Jimmy's got them. Of, of what? Horror people. Any kind of action figure. Oh, okay. How about uh, Michael Myers? Yeah. I, I actually have a six-foot Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. You got to have Jason, though, right? I have both. He's got Jason, too. I got to have and Jason. A life-size Jason. And, a, and Pinhead. I have a bunch of little Pinheads. Plus, Doug Bradley's a friend of mine, so he gave me a bunch of different Pinheads. And I've got... Uh, I have it all. You know, I met all the people. So first of all, everybody, um, Robert J. Massetti is someone who I actually knew before he came on the show. Most of our guests, we don't know till they come on, but we actually are friends. I've known each other for since they, did, since they did Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm not exactly sure how what year that was, but it's got to be 10 or 15, year, 15 years ago. Yeah, it's got to be at least 2001. Yeah. yeah, it's like a long time ago. And, and I'm so amazed that you have a friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So we actually met you guys. I was doing costume design, and I guess you were having a party, right? It was your party yeah, that we, we went to? We had a party. We had uh, the director came to the party. It was actually a Halloween party. There we and, go. Yeah, I think we called it Fear Fest or something like that. And it was, uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. John that Singleton was, uh, came, and I actually went to his hotel room and dressed yeah. him up as the guy in the Matrix. And uh, then went to the party and met Robert and his team of people. And uh, it was really a lot of fun. And we've kind of, like, seen each other then. We used to always see each other at Spooky Empire uh, every Halloween in yeah. Orlando. And both of us left Spooky Empire because Petey's an asshole. And he's <laughs> uh, an asshole. A total, like, dick. How, how did he dress up like an asshole? No, he didn't dress up. He just is an asshole. Oh. And so I got banned from Spooky Empire, even though all the celebrities love me. My Empire. husband's been thrown he, out of everything. And he got banned from Spooky Empire. Uh, he had a film festival there. But when he got banned, he turned his film festival into the Freak Show Horror Film Festival, one the biggest one in Florida, one of the biggest ones in the country. And instead yep. of seeing movies in little hotel rooms now, he's at the Premier Cinema Theaters in the Fashion Square Mall in Orlando, Florida. So when you go see this horror film festival, you see the movies on the big screen like a real movie theater, which is, to me is like the best place to actually do it. Oh, yeah. And you can get popcorn. You can get candy. It's got stadium seating. it got surround sound. So it's a, a lot better presentation. And you yeah. can also get body parts like fingers and blood. Yeah. You can get feet that are barbecued feet. Also, ears are delicious. Human ears. <laughs> if you saute human ears in butter with garlic, divine. So, so go to his thing and eat people. So hold on. So first of all, you guys, too, to find out more about it, it's FreakShowFilmFest.com. That's you correct. You definitely want to follow them on Twitter. It's at FreakShowHorror. Robert's got a great team of people. You're like the founder of this, though, right? Yeah, I founded it uh, back in 2006. And... Uh, it was, I used to do it all by myself for like three or four years, and then I had to start bringing people on because it started getting big, bigger and bigger. So, Now, what did, you, what did you do years ago before they had all the dolls and things that we had? Years ago, all we had was Frankenstein, Dracula, and the mummy. So how did you get into this in the days of just Frankenstein? Unless you're very young. No, he's young. Oh. Well, I, I am a big fan of uh, Frankenstein and, and the old classics. I, I love those movies, Dracula. 
they're, know, they're fun. You, you, yeah, I, they're I, la I laugh at them, especially the Bride of Dracula. <laughs> Poor yeah. Elsa, Elsa Lancaster. <laughs> <laughs> I actually read. I know. I actually read an interview that you did recently, saying that um, you were a big fan of Psycho, and yeah. you're also oh, yeah. a big fan of John Carpenter's Halloween because there was like no blood. It was all atmospheric, and you see the yeah. villain, and you see you know Michael Myers and everything. But it's not like a uh, nowadays where like they cut you and the head pops off and all the blood goes flying and everything terrible. like that. Terrible. Yeah. For I mean, the young. I, I, don't, I don't mind gore, but I like atmosphere when I see you know. When I watch horror films, that's that's my thing. Atmosphere is my big thing. So, we should also mention that you're actually a, a horror movie director, and that you've yeah. directed. I don't know how many films you've directed. Back when I knew you, I remember your first one because I saw it several times, um, and I know you've done several since then. But you actually are a movie film director in this genre. Um, yes. You've got a festival for it all, so you you're like kind of keeping all your like uh, all your companies kind of like together, working on on your your interests. And your company's called Fear Films. Your film studios, yeah. We started back in 1999. Uh, I did uh, a couple movies that were distributed. Uh, they were compilations, like um, Phobias was my first one. That yeah, I, I remember that one. Phobias, Realms of Blood, and uh, I produced uh, a couple movies. And then now we're just we're trying to we're just basically doing a lot of short films because it's kind of hard to uh, find money to make features right now. So. Absolutely. All right. There's a script I could send you. It's, it sounds interesting. It's um, Vampira Does Washington. <laughs> I like it. It's a very good script. She, gets, she goes to Washington and sucks um, everybody's blood. <laughs> and they all die. So we should and say, the Democrats take over. That'll and be a big hit. No, the Democrats take over. They all get high and they overdose and die too. So then we have nobody in government. Then I go in as government. You will all go in and run things right. So you guys listen up. So we've got. The oh, wait, I want to ask you one more thing, and then I'm not talking anymore. Oh yeah. What are you doing? What are you wearing for Halloween? Uh, you know, I haven't uh, haven't decided yet. Below me, uh, you I, know. I might go as um, as um, Rick and Morty. I like Who's that. I like. This. Who's Rick you ever, and Morty? You ever watch that cartoon, Rick and Morty? It has the doctor and the, and the kid. It's it's on cartoon. I know, I know what it is. I know what it is, but he won't. Is that know the what cartoon that is. I like? No. Where they smack each other around? No. And the daughter's a <laughs> that little. That one probably does that. The too. daughter's a little tramp, and the yeah. son's a fag. He, he likes Adult Swim. Some of the cartoons on Adult Swim. Oh, they're yeah, funny. Yeah. They're funny. So on. Let's go back. Okay. So first of all, you guys, it's the Freak Show Film Fest, Freak Show Horror Film Festival. The the website is freakshowfilmfest.com because tickets are now available, right? Yes. They can uh, get uh, they can get passes. Uh, individual screenings we haven't. Uh, we, those should be up uh, by Friday, hopefully. Okay. How but much is the ticket? Get passes and stuff right now. Again, one more time. How much is a ticket? Uh, individual individual uh, ticket blocks are ten dollars. If you want to get a weekend pass, that's fifty. Okay, that's, that's not cheap. bad. That's Very cheap. Nice. Yeah. So, folks, go if you, if you can't afford the weekend, go for the, the ten dollar one. I'm sure you could see everything if we're you want to. If you go fast, like you yeah, walk. No, fast. no, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go over all of it too in a minute anyway. But <clears throat> I just want everybody to know this takes place Friday, October thirteenth through the fifteenth, two thousand seventeen, and it opens on Friday the thirteenth, and they're gonna have an exclusive opening night screening of Friday the thirteenth. Wow, yeah. that's a great night to open Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> Fabulous! A haunted night. Yes. Careful, everybody. There'll be all kinds of horror <clears throat> things. That, you know. Well, Friday the Thirteenth really is good too. Like in the first one, you know, yes. like we've had uh, Steve Dash. I think is is Jason in that one. Is Jason going to be running around the theater <laughs> screaming? 
He will. Uh, and then we have uh, we have our mascot, Frico the Clown. He'll probably be around, too. Oh, those, those spook me which out. We're gonna, no, we're going to oh. play the preview. Hang on, Chad. The do you clowns have I can't deal with. <laughs> I went to see that movie with the one that lives in the sewer. What's oh, yeah, it's, yeah. What's it called? It. 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 That was the weirdest fucking movie. And that, I hate <laughs> clowns. They scare the shit out of me. Wait, go back to that, though. <laughs> did you see the new It? Yes, I did. Okay, what did you think of what it? What did you think of it? I, I thought it was I thought it was really good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked the guy that played Pennywise. I thought he was really good in it. Yeah, he was really good. Now yeah. they're gonna make a sequel already. No, not the sequel, the second part. Oh, second, second part. part. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what did you think of it compared to the first one? I, I like certain parts of the first one, but uh, this one I think with the atmosphere and just the way everything kind of laid out with the comedy and the and the drama, I liked it a lot better than the first one. Okay. The only thing I didn't like was he, when he was a clown, he was scary. But when he went to eat somebody, he became like the alien. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. That, that mouth that's coming, you know, that's that, the only that, thing I would have changed. And, and I, that yeah. sucked. They should have just left him with his own ugly mouth and his ugly teeth yeah, biting into the flesh would have scared the hell out of us. The alien thing was like, nah, ruined it. So hold on. So Chad. Yes, sir. Do you have the... Um, Freako the Clown trailer for the, the Freak oh, Show. Oh, he's got a clown fest. when I'm leaving. You know it. I'm not. I'm All right, not so Robert, it. you we're gonna play your like minute. I don't know. It's like a minute or something. The YouTube thing that I saw on YouTube. Just introduce yeah. it for us and hang on. We're gonna play it for everybody to see. How bad is your clown? Is your clown really bad? Yeah, he's he's pretty bad. Then I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> All right, so you introduce it for us, Robert, and then we're gonna let everybody hear, and then we'll come back and talk some more about it. Well, this is a, a preview of uh, Freak Show Horror Film Festival. It has a little bit of uh, films that we've played before, so it's just a little preview of what you can expect if you see if you go to the film festival. So that's it. Here we go. Hey, kids! This is your old pal, Freak the Clown. Are you ready to get freaky? <laughs> So that was the uh, Freako the Clown trailer for the, for the Freak Show it. Horror Film Festival. You guys, again, you get tickets at FreakShowFilmFest.com. And this is the 12th year. And on the line, we have Robert J. Massetti, uh, fabulous horror movie director and founder of the Freak Show Horror Film Festival. And everybody's going to love it. And if you guys like the trailer, then you, for sure you're going to want to go because every year the movies get better and better. That's right. Do you know right. the beautiful blonde that was in the bed when the guy came to the bed with the knife? <laughs> He's oh, talking about Lisa, Lisa Wilcox. Wilcox. He's talking yeah. about Lisa Wilcox. Yeah, we had her on as a guest, and and I had no idea who she was or what she did because I don't do 
horror things. I, I don't care for them. And I said to her, I once saw a horror movie where this girl was laying in a bed and the guy came through the bed, the mattress with a knife and killed her. She said, that was me. <laughs> I, said, I said, you're kidding. She said, no. I said, scream for me. Well, could she scream? She was a scream queen. And I thought that was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. When that, who was it? Jason came through? Who was uh, it? That's Freddy Krueger. Oh, Freddy Krueger. When he came through the mattress with that big knife and kill, cut her in half. Oh, yeah. God, that was scary. So I want to do some little promo for you in the film <clears> festival <throat> here real quick. First of all, you guys, the Freak Show Horror Film Festival is in its 12th year. And uh, it does shorts and features. It's prevent presented by Fear Film Studios, which is Robert's company. Um, for the second year, it's going to be hosted by Sci-Fi Channel's Scott Tepperman, who's from Ghost Hunters International, the TV show, you guys. Um, yep. So you guys all, everybody knows who he is. He's a really cool guy. And what a great idea to have a cool celebrity host. That's right. Yeah, uh, Scott's been uh, really gracious uh, to uh, host the, the show. He comes down on his own dime and uh, helps us out a lot. Uh, he's, he's fantastic. He's, I he's love great. it. I also so. love it when famous people like kind of like do things to keep everything going in the genre and helping it all out and uh, helping everybody else. Well, like he, you know, he's he's doing a lot of acting now, and uh, he's actually just uh, directed a, uh, a film, uh, another sequel to uh, Truth or Dare, uh, oh, the cool. Tim Ritter movie. So uh, we're going to be running a trailer there at the festival. We're not going to be running the movie, unfortunately. We didn't have time to, to play it, but uh, we'll be we'll be promoting that, and Scott will be promoting that. So it'll be fun. I love it. So, so just today, you guys, they announced the featured film selections. First of all, I want to say, like, uh, how cool it is that you had so many entries from, like, all over the world to come, you know, to what started as a small film festival in Florida and now has grown so much that you got all these, all these people submitting their films and they're coming from, like, literally all around the world to be in your film festival. Yeah, we got, uh, we got an entry from the Philippines. Uh, that was interesting. And we've been getting stuff from the Netherlands and, and Finland and all these countries. I, sometimes, some of them I never even heard of. And it's just great to see these independent films being made all over the world. They're fantastic. So, so today's the here's here's what I, I wrote it down so we can so all the people that are going to be in the film. I hope I didn't miss anybody. Get a little bit of shout out on the show. Uh, but for the feature film selections, you guys, they're gonna these are the films that'll be playing. They're gonna be playing a film called Fractured, and that's from the UK. Three Dead Trick or Treaters, which I think sounds awesome. It is. <laughs> oh, I think that's tough. <laughs> Terrible. From Canada, hostile, uh, hostile, hostile, Three hostile from France. Three dead trick or treaters. <laughs> um, and then there's another one called I Wish I Wish, and that one's from Mexico. And then they're going to be playing a series of shorts, you guys. Um, the Cell of Charlie from the USA, Fun from Canada, Buzz Cut from the USA, Rob's Problems from the USA, Hush from the USA, Madam in Black from Sweden, Father from the USA, Marion from the Philippines, Ding Dong, I wonder what that is, from the USA, <laughs> Meow from the Double USA, dong. Red Water from the USA, and uh, I think I got all of them. I, was at what I, I think I, I lost the whole moment. Did he produce... No, these Three are the dead. No, no, no. He, <laughs> no. These, are, these are entries. Who did that one? I don't know, but this is it's from Canada, right? Three oh, three. I have to see yeah. that. Three dead trick or treaters. It's, like, it's, it. it's, uh, it's actually like a, it's like a trilogy. It has different stories um, in in the film, and then they all connect by this this one one story that wraparound story. So it's kind so of oh, kind of like um, what's that one that had trick like trick or treat? Yeah, like trick or treat. Yeah, exactly. So do treat, you think I, it's a good movie? It's a very good movie. Now, are, actually, you, are you competing against it? No, no. He, it's his film festival. He doesn't enter oh, it. Oh, it's your festival. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 do you know Ed, my buddy Ed? He doesn't know Ed. I'm sure he knows Ed. 
Ed's the biggest star of, of these crazy movies. Yeah, he's not. Ed, Ed, Ed Wood? No, it's not Ed Wood. It's just his name is Ed Wood. Ed, Ed, he's no, my, Edward, yeah. Ed Wood, what's his last name? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good friend, too, and I forgot. I'm old. Anyway, I'm he old. Does a lot of, he wait, does a wait. Lot of, what's Ed Wood's name? Actually, though, he knows because he's friends with... Um, my love. Uh, what's her name? Elsie. Uh, you know Elsie Ginsberg, right? Elsie Ginsburg. Adam, I know Adam she likes Ginsburg. all your page on everything, and she has a film yeah, yeah. festival up in I love New York. Her. I love her so okay. much. Um, anyway, you know, Ed is always in a bunch of the Ed, his film. His friend Ed is in a lot of the films that are in her film festival. We he go stars every year. in all the pictures. Well, okay. he's always a vampire or a wolf or something. But anyway, um, what's your best movie that you have that you think you should have gotten an award for? Uh, my personal movie that I've made. That you did, yes. Um. Well, we, uh, you know, I did a, I did a short film called Creepy Crawly, and we actually did win uh, uh, best short at uh, Melbourne uh, Film Festival. But uh, we we uh, we we played at a lot of festivals with that. We've been getting a lot of like uh, a lot of uh, feedback from that film. It's we want to really turn that into a, a feature film one day. <laughs> but it's, now it's I need an honest answer. If you lie to me, I'm going to come there and knock the shit out of you. I want an <laughs> honest answer. Are you listening? Yes. What do you think? I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> what do you think of the film, The Caterpillar? Oh, he can't stand the what's uh, The Caterpillar. Oh, the centipede. Yeah, human centipede. I mean, come on That's now. That's terrible. Terrible. Isn't it disgusting? Shouldn't it not have ever been done? That that is just the worst movie. I don't. I, I, I couldn't even watch it. I couldn't watch the film. Oh, I watched all three of them. I've never <laughs> seen it. We even had we even had the doctor. We had the doctor and three of the centipede people back in the day for the first one. The first one was pretty. Yeah. The first disgusting. one was cool, even though it was disgusting. It was cool, but the it second and the third one were just. It was demented. Terrible. It was demented, revolting, and disgusting. That film should be banned from the world. It was so hideous. So hold on, and so, I never saw it. So what? Like. I never would. If if there yeah. was a film, if there was a film that you could have been like, you could have directed any horror film in the past that you thought was like, oh my god, this is like the greatest film. I wish like I would have done it. What would the film be? Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Brian De Palma. Uh, uh, me too. I, I like uh, Dress to Kill. I yeah. really oh my like god, it. it's Jimmy's favorite. I, I, it's not my favorite. It freaks me out because like I can remember like at the movie theater and at the end of the film when like <laughs> she's dressed up and looking in the mirror and you see the knife and I, and I can remember it's, screaming. It was just great. I love <laughs> that film because you have that big scare at the end. It's so great. I love that film. But what freaked me out when I saw the film is I know Angie Dickinson. Oh, you do. <laughs> she, my friend Perry Winkler lived up in Truesdale Estates, and Angie lived like in the cul-de-sac. She had a daughter that had some sort of a mental illness and she was very kind she used to walk with her daughter and stuff and we chat and she was very very sweet uh angie dickinson is a lovely person i mean honestly a good-hearted woman and when she got killed i got so upset i said no don't oh my god it's a very freak though the end of the movie actually really freaked me out what about like like the like so you don't really because you like uh since you like the like ambiance and atmospheric movies better like do you like any of the torture porn stuff i mean i know you have a saw guy like i love the saw movies actually I, the first yeah i love i love the first one i actually i got into the whole series when it first came out but now it's just kind of like it's been overdone so i'm kind of i'm kind of wore out on the genre but when it first came out i thought it was intriguing and it was it was something new 
I actually but, thought the first Hostel movie was really cool and different. Explain all this because nobody understands. Everybody does. Anybody well, who watch horror horror movies Well, knows. there are people like me who don't watch these films and don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, Saw. Like torture. The what bloody, gory mean? torture porn. They're like very... Por uh, pornographic? Well, like they call it torture porn. <laughs> like people are having sex. <laughs> with no, no, it's just because it's so violent. They're so, yeah, they're it's so very violent. violent. It's not like they're having... Uh, women are not having sex with werewolves. No, no, no. no, no. No, but I thought, like, I think that, because I have, like, certain favorites, and I have movies. Did you ever see, oh, what is that movie? There's a Canadian movie, um, and it's a religious, kind of like a religious movie. Now I forgot the name of it, where they, like, they're, they're trying to, like, make someone go through as much pain as they can go through. It's oh, the church, Jesus. and they pull all the skin off while you're still alive. Oh! Martyrs. <laughs> no, because to me, Martyrs is probably the worst. And you loved it. No, I didn't love it. It freaked me the hell out. Like, did you ever see Martyrs? <sighs> no, i never seen that one. Okay. No. You know, a I lot of this stuff is sadistic. Demented wait, wait, what did you say? What did you say? I've, I've heard of it. I've never seen the film. Okay. Um, it, it was very, you know, most of the time, because I, uh, because like you, like I see so many horror movies, like I'm basically like immune to all the stuff going on, but Martyrs yeah. freaked me, like super freaked me out. I really like the more like trick or treat kind of stuff, a little bit yeah. lighter and a lot of fun. Um, that's that's uh, the kind of that's kind of horror films that I like too. I mean, but I, don't you, don't you agree that people haven't any imagination anymore? Years ago, Vincent Price in 3D, The Wax Museum, was oh, a yeah. wonderful film, and it had gore and it had ugly faces, but nothing that uh, we we had to imagine the rest of it. So yeah. the audience now is putting it together. Today they put it out there, and you become immune to it. How many heads can you fly off? How many hands get chopped? I mean, you know, and now you go, oh, wow, look, his head's rolling. In my day, if a head rolled, we'd leave the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, could, we would be appalled. So Actually, in the chat room, they're movie. saying they like the film from 1986, The Hitcher, which I think I saw the remake. I don't think yeah, I ever yeah. saw it. The original Hitcher is a really good movie. That's, um, I forget who starred in that. I think it was Rucker Howard, wasn't it? Rucker um, Howard, yeah. yeah. Now, but, him I like. I like him. Yeah. But for my two cents, and I'm going to tell you the truth, the greatest shocker scary not scary the greatest shock movie i have ever seen was psycho, psycho when janet yeah. lee got killed 10 minutes into the film i was sat there i was with my girlfriend hilda at the time that's when i used to do straight stuff i was with my <laughs> girlfriend hilda and i said to hilda no can't be she's somehow going to come back to life or she's not then when the car was going in the swamp with her body in the trunk i said no it can't be they're killing off janet lee 10 minutes into that and that scene, I'll never forget, brilliant, even though Hitchcock was a pervert, his work was fabulous. It, it was. And, and that was like one of the few movies where the main hero gets killed in the middle of the movie. and oh, then 10 you go minutes on, in. Yeah, and then you go into another person that's not really the hero, but you're following another character. Absolutely. Right. It was a movie within a movie. Yes, it was. it was. He was brilliant. You know, I know Tippi Hedren really well. I interviewed Tippi, and one of the questions I said was, he really a perv? And she said, you would not believe how weird Hitchcock was. Actually, I mean, did, really. you, did you meet Tippi Hedren at Spooky Empire, or were you banned before that? I think I was banned before that. <laughs> and that was my last one, I think. So that's the one. Like, I actually met her, and she was like super, super, super nice lady. Yeah, I'm going to get try to get I've interviewed her already uh, four or five years ago. I'm going to try to get her on our show uh, in, the, in the winter months because I'll be out in Palm Springs. I love Tippy. She's another dreamboat, yeah, another doll. She's a sweetie pie. Yeah. Can't get any nicer than Tippy. 
I love it. I think the whole thing's great. So let's tell everybody again because we because uh, we're talking about all kinds of things. We also <laughs> want to make sure we get people to go to the Freak Show Horror Film Festival. You guys, it's October thirteenth through fifteenth, two thousand seventeen. It takes place at Premier Cinemas Theaters fourteen in the Fashion Square Mall in Orlando, Florida. Again, it's Orlando, Florida, October thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. You don't want to miss it. Um, you can go to freakshowfilmfest.com to get more information and to get tickets. I think you bucks. can also. Can you also? Eventually, you'll be able to get tickets at the box office too, right? Yes, yes. You'll be able to buy tickets at the box office, um, and you can buy them ahead of time too, um, online if you want to. And how also, many, wait. How many movies do they get to see for ten dollars? Just one. You get the, usually they'll come in a block, and you'll get to see two short films and a feature for ten dollars. Can't beat that's it. That's a great for deal. Ten bucks, folks. That's a deal. That's a really good deal. <laughs> Bring your own popcorn because you never know what they no, put in the theaters. No, no, God knows what they, they put in there. They don't let you bring popcorn well, into I, a major I would theater. never, I would never eat their popcorn. That could be like blood knit or something or urine. <laughs> you never know with these weird movies. It's at a movie theater like we go to. Well, I know you urinate in your popcorn. <laughs> no, I don't. I used to do that. You know, no. I mean, no, I used to work in a movie theater. He's right. You have to watch out because like when I was in high school, I worked at a movie theater and the way we would like make extra money was we would take the popcorn containers at the end, and we pick them up, and we had to clean up at the end. And we, the ones that weren't too dirty, we clean them out and resell them in the pocket the money. Love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to work in a movie theater, too. So I, know, oh, I, did you really? I did it in Jacksonville, and it was like, <laughs> we didn't ever get any good horror movies. I saw Porky's like 6,000 times. <laughs> I, I, I used to work in a the movie theater, too. I was a stripper. <laughs> I really was. I really was. In so, drag. So, you guys, too, you want to follow Freak Show Horror Film Festival on Twitter? They're at Freak Show Horror. Um, it's going to be hosted by Sci-Fi Channel Scott Tepperman from Ghost Hunters International. Everybody knows him. Um, we have Robert J. Massetti on the line, and he's the founder of the Freak Show Horror Film Festival. He's also head of Fear Films. What's the whole name of the company? Fear Films? Fear Film Studios. Fear Film Studios. Is there a website for that if people want to check yeah. you out? Uh, fearfilm.com. There we go. Fearfilm.com, you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. And even if you've seen Friday the 13th, it's nothing like seeing Friday the 13th on the opening night of a film festival that's a horror film festival. So Friday the 13th, they're having an exclusive opening night screening of Friday the 13th. It'll be packed with people. Everybody will be having a good time. You definitely want to see it with a group of horror movie lovers. Now, which one fantastic. is he, Jason or the He's other that one? guy. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> the guy with the mask. Yes. And uh, it'll be a what, lot of what fun. What does he do exactly? He takes and just kills people. I mean, the other one well, has those those things. That I don't know. What do you say Jason what, does? What is he? He's like boring. No, he's not. Well, well Jason, well, you know, Jason doesn't appear until the second movie. Right. That's well, right. What is, what is he anyway? Dead, alive? I mean, a crazy he's, guy? He's, yeah, he's just, he comes back from the dead for, for revenge for his for his death and for uh, his mother's what, death. What, he wanted to be a hockey player? Is that why he put the mask on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was a Canadian thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. The Canadian hockey. You know, Actually, the Canadians love hockey, so they got to put a hockey mask on their killer. You know? Totally. So, Wait a second, surprised they don't have him with ice skates and he jumps the, in the air and cuts the, people with the ice skates. In the first skates. one, isn't he wearing a sack? Like a, uh, no, that's the second one. Oh, that's, that's the second, second one. one. Oh. His mother is the killer in the first one. Oh, that's I see. I forgot that I haven't seen it for His such a long time. The killer. Oh, be, what's her name? Bitch. Um, be, her name? No, be, uh, Mrs. Voorhees. Mrs. Four. But who's the actress who plays her? Oh, I forget her name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, I met oh, her. Really she was really nice. Yeah, she's really nice. Yeah. 
So Jason's an ex-ice skater <laughs> on a hockey team. He's an ex-goalie uh, ex, ex for one of the Canadian teams. <laughs> right, and and they lost to America, so he's coming to America to kill everybody. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Betsy Palmer, that's it. Betsy, oh, Palmer. Betsy Palmer. Yeah. She played the mother, Betsy? Yes. Yeah. But, but, oh, I met her. Oh, listen, I didn't even know all these people were in it because I don't even remember because I guess I I always started watching him once Steve Dash was in him and then you started meeting all the people when you Betsy knew him. Palmer Adrian was a, King is wait, wait. in it, you guys. Uh, well, yeah. she's been on our show before. Kevin Bacon is in it. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Uh, I think that's one of his first films. Yeah, how cool is that? Um, it's it's got a great cast, you guys. It's a great film. It's got ninety two thousand like good reviews on uh, IMDb. So everybody definitely wants to go to the Fear Freak Show film horror film festival to watch it with a group of people. Now, what does he do? Just walks around and slices you in half? Well, that's in, he doesn't do it in the first one. Well, what does he do in the first one? Masturbate. Did I he, mean, in, in the in the first one, the mother, the Jason uh, drowns in the lake. And I remember that. She blames the camp counselors for uh, her son's death, so she takes revenge by killing the camp counselors in the camp, and that's how the first one starts. That's Ari Lehman, right? Ari Lehman's a kid. Yeah, Ari Lehman's plays the child. Betsy, Betsy Palmer, years ago in the early fifties, was on a TV show called "What's My Line." She's a beautiful blonde girl with yes. bangs and sweet as in hell. When I was friends with Martha Ray and Milton Berle, we, we all it was part of that circle. I met Betsy Palmer, and what I was amazed at was how she looks like Doris Day in person. Okay, and her smile. She was a lovely girl. She passed away. Betsy's no longer with us. It's a shame. Yeah. All my old buddies are croaking. Well, I'm 77, so you know I'm with the old dead ones, the oh, real yeah, dead just, ones. She just died too, like two years ago. Yeah, right? yeah. She, yeah, she, she was a sweetie, sweet girl, and her husband was a lovely man. He was with them. All right, you guys. So we're almost out of time. Let's go over it one more time. Robert J. Massetti founded the Freak Show Horror Film Festival. You guys, it's October 13th through 15th, 2017, Orlando, Florida. Premier Cinemas Theaters 14. Go to freakshowfilmfest.com for tickets and more information. They have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is uh, Freak Show Film Fest, I think. Yes. And uh, they're also on Instagram, Freak Show Film Fest, probably. Yes. And uh, so follow them on all. Follow them on Freak Show Horror on Twitter. And go, you guys. It's the 12th year. It's going to be, eventually, it will be the biggest film festival on the planet. It's fabulous. The movies are great. You're going to see entries from all over the world. And we want to thank you for coming on the show and telling us about it. And come Thank back you. again, back again with, with, with all that crap you got, those crazy people. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, yeah, bring, bring clowns. I'm so happy. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll try to bring Frico with me. Frico you know clown. what clowns flip me out? The ones with the sharp teeth. When they smile, yeah. that that makes me be sure to bring lots of those when you come. <laughs> Robert, we want to thank you. Say hi to everybody on the team, and thank you, Robert. So much. You're special. You. And you're good special. luck. And good luck with the festival. Come back thank again. You for me down here. Any, I appreciate it. Oh, Bye. Any time you like, come on back. Bye bye, Robert. See ya. He's good. Good people. Good people. All right, everybody. Wait, no, I have to make an announcement. We gotta go. The the Black Bear, uh, festival Film up festival. in what? Film festival. Again, he's got interrupts. You know what I mean? I can't. Come on, Ron. I can't. You gotta go. You I, I, gotta go. Go fuck yourself is what I gotta go. <laughs> now you give the commercial. Black Bear Film to. Festival, October twentieth, <sighs> Milford, Pennsylvania. Tab Hunter's gonna be there uh, screening his documentary, and we're trying to set interviews up so Ron can go interview him again. All Hopefully, right. we'll have him on the show. Tab is a friend of mine. Of course, he's gonna let me interview him. All right, everybody. So thanks so much for tuning in. Sorry we had some problems at the beginning. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you next week. Ooh. Get him, Ron. Get him. 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 Get him